0: ¡Oh, Welcome to the PO Forecast episode six. Is it episode six, mate? It is episode six. Episode six. (laughs) Welcome, good start. Welcome to the (laughs) PO Forecast episode six. Ollie Hawkins is on the score sheet, people. Finally, finally, Mm -hmm. mate. He deserved that one, Matt. Um So in the first part, in the first uh, part, we'll be pre, we'll be reviewing the Peterborough game. It's just not your night tonight, is it, mate? No, it's not. In part two, we're going to do Matt's debate, and we will be talking about, are Pompey, can we really contend for the title, or will all this pressure of being top get on top of us?
1: Yeah, the, the great cloud over Fratton Park, as it has been before, in previous times when we've had this excitement. So. That's
0: right, and uh, in part three, we will be previewing the Wickham game exciting times exciting times that's it right <laughs> part one peterborough we're all excited matt plumpy and our top of the league we are we are finally yeah uh, i think it's been well deserved so far this season don't you mate really yeah i think we've all just sobered up uh, we're recording this a bit <laughs> early it's a monday night so it's quite fresh in our heads so let's go for it matt what is your overview of what happened against peterborough <sighs> Think the same as everybody else,
1: really, mate. At the moment, to be honest with you, you know what a performance—convincing uh, by all accounts. I think dominant, you know, and mm. and it's massively sent out a message to the rest of the league. One, so
0: as Oli Hawkins put, sorry, as Ollie Hawkins as put, Ollie on put on Twitter, yeah, yeah, he did indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah the Tomahawk, yeah, that's the Tomahawk. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> now he's got his goal. He's gone out there and he's been like this. This, uh, I think, he tweeted. Uh, this performance sends a message to the league. It Hashtag Pompey. Yeah, yeah,
1: but I mean, it, it does, mate. It doesn't yeah, really, it? Really, does. you
0: know. And I think
1: uh, is it going to be like it was, you know, back in League Two, where we we sort of had teams come down because it was their big day out, or or is a team's now going to start coming down to Fratton Park and being petrified? Because based on Saturday's performance, uh, you know, you've got to say it's. I think. You know, a sign well. of teams coming down and, and being worried now because we we look lethal Well, we're going
0: to discuss you know. this a bit more in part two. Yeah, but we will. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's get on to the Piaver again.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the 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 fact that obviously leading on with that sort of conversation from the start anyway. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you best <mistake. laughs> um, I think, you know, the performance all round from everybody, you know, was solid. I think there wasn't one performance for me that, you know, I felt let down by at all. I think it was a great team performance. Obviously, the front three stood out again. Um, Let's talk Hawkins.
0: He, he had he had a couple of chances, didn't he? He did, He, he yeah. had a couple of chances. Yeah. Um, and I think that in, he came close a few times. You could have said he, he had an opportunity to put a couple on target before he got his goal. Yeah. But he looked dangerous, didn't he? And he looks he a goal threat. Yeah. And I think that maybe that's what's been a little bit missing from his game. 100%. Yeah. The only yeah. factor, I'd say. The only like this, element this that's missing from his game. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, when, I, when I was watching the game and I saw him making those moves, I actually thought, that's a that's a real big improvement. But also, that's that's a positive. It didn't really matter as much that it maybe didn't grab on straight away earlier on. Because he looked, even when he took those chances or made those opportunities, he looked a lot more potent, didn't he? He looked a lot yeah, more dangerous. Yeah,
1: and I mean obviously it's now going to give him confidence for the rest of the season there's hope anyway you know and he'll go on to score more um i think the the good thing with volley hawkins and and particularly with the squad in general is he he has got a varied amount of goals he can score you know i mean we were talking before the 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 show this evening um about that opportunity in the second half that he sort of swivelled and volleyed mm. um from that cross you know that that was that was good skill, good technique. Yes, it, obviously we, we know that he didn't go in, he needs to work on that sort of side of it a bit more, but it just shows his drive to want to get to that near post and, and put that volley in, you know. And and mm-hmm. I think,
0: really, let's just hope he goes on and and starts banging him in now, mate. To mm. in. I mean, if you're listening to his interview with James Robbins on Express FM for mm-hmm. the Football Hour, um, he was saying that he has been working on his footwork all summer. Yeah. he's been working on being better on the ball mm-hmm. and you know I think when you make that step up to League One it was quite evident that yeah he had that strength and ability and stuff but it was his technique that makes you a, a more impactful player at this yeah. level Yeah, and completely. little things like that really make a difference in becoming more of a complete striker oh, yeah,
1: and I mean he's got the players around him as well as not he that you know he he can neither be fed by or you know as, as seen for the first goal with Curtis teeing him up you know or, or he can do the the assistant as well you know which you you said obviously before you started talking about him that you know it's the only thing missing was the goals well i mean the the creation for um the the second goal you know to to sort of dummy that to go out wide and then just bring it back in again was—it's just outstanding.
0: He, I mean. he also had a bit more. He has a bit of a burst of pace there, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And I think people yeah. sometimes underestimate. A lot of time he's getting the ball and he's got his back to goal, so he's he's looking that. He's taking it down. He's using his footwork and he's laying it off. Yeah. But actually, he's surprisingly quick over a short burst short of pace. Burst. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, he beats the defender, gets the cross in. Um, it's a fantastic header back from Curtis, isn't it? As yeah, you were saying, yeah, yeah. it's almost a Ronaldo-like leap <laughs> to set, to set uh, Jamal low off. He just sort of jumps up. He knows where Jamal is and Jamal, literally, that he finished that yeah. emphatically. I mean, confidence, wasn't it? It was so much
1: confidence, a, a player brimming with it at the moment. I mean, as we were discussing on Saturday, you know, I think a lot of players that, weren't having a great time in front of goal would have probably just blasted that to be honest with you he didn't even once look like he was tearing that up to, to wallop that he he had full control over that from the moment that ball yeah. came back to him and it just shows such a huge sign of confidence I mean you think he's come from, from non-league football to probably one of the best players in League One at the moment yeah. you know and it, let's just hope that we can keep hold of him and not be a selling club anymore
0: well oh. I think that I think I've been mean, going a little bit off a of tangent with the Peter again, but I think that if we're looking like we're going up this season, I think you'll find the players stick around to get promoted oh, and course, take a, yeah. take a stab yeah, at the championship. Yeah. So, but then again, midfield as well. Um, I thought Gareth Evans looked very good. Yeah, uh, he yeah. not just his attacking prowess, which is like obvious, but also the way in which he wins the ball back, the way in which he presses. Yeah, um, and I think he gets the midfield to press with him.
1: Oh, I mean, Lowe and Curtis don't work without Evans, really. You know, with with without him pressing and and winning the ball that high up, and and then being able to play the balls on for the, for those two to you know go take players on. I think you know he's that's where he's so pivotal. So I completely agree with you, mate. I think he was again fantastic on
0: Saturday. Naylor looked quite good in the way that he yeah. wins the ball back. He's a very tidy player. He is um, tidy, yeah. And he's. One of those players that gets the ball ticking and and you know gets his foot in. Mm. I, we he said how important the midfield battle would be. Yeah, yeah, um, we did. Yeah, yeah. Close came in for Thompson. And yeah, right he, move.
1: Yeah, he played brilliantly again, didn't he? You know, I don't know. Sort of playing Thompson would have left it a bit open in that midfield, and I think it was a really, really smart move by Kenny. To be honest with you. And and again, that just shows the versatility of Ben Close to come into such a big game like that and perform so well again. Yeah, you know, the the gonna, you know, calling Ben Close a youngster. You know, yeah, he's young of age, but he he plays with such a calm head, and you know, I think Naylor will just improve that playing alongside him for the rest of the season. So, yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, mate. You know, no fault for me.
0: Um, then looking at the defense. I don't know if anyone knows what Christian Burgess was chatting about in the in the second half when he had his he was talking to the centre back a oh, centre forward sorry with yeah. his with his arms behind his back just whispering in his ear. So yeah, I don't know if that was was
1: that Jason Cummins was that that he was whispering. It
0: might might have been asking him about what happened to his uh, flat. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he probably was,
1: yeah. But I mean, again, Bur- Burgess had an all right game, didn't he? You know. Yes, it was solid. Yeah. Um, you know, at least. You know, you again, I think he sort of stepped up a bit from all the stick he got for the week before as well. It yeah. was a, a big sort of game for him, you know, being top of the table clash. And, you know, again, he's he's had an all right game. So, you know, that that sort of reinstalls a bit of confidence after, I think, the last week, the rant I was having about him. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, fair play, Burge, and, and and good one. Good to see you back again
0: yeah I agree otherwise we might have to be thinking about going out and getting someone in January and that's not a good idea at this time of the season to be worrying about your centre back pairing
1: well that's it yeah you know yeah. completely I mean obviously before the show we were discussing about you know if, if we needed maybe another centre back come January um, Burge is fantastic to bring in I, I think off sort of topic yeah we do need another centre back but I, I do feel like Burge is a really good squad player to have in there and yes you know he has been You know, I'm reliable and I think he has struggled with the step up a little bit. But hopefully, you know, the more he comes into the squad, covers for injuries, plays in cup games, plays in, you know, games where we need to sort of bring him on. I think, you know, it's a good sign. So, yeah, I'm happy with that, mate. Genuinely, you know, I had a a proper buzz on Saturday about the game afterwards. I just, you know, saw all the celebrations and everything else and I just... The one thing I said to the missus was that I was so happy with the team spirit at the moment. You know, there's so much positivity.
0: You can that see can... that buzzing back into the fans, can't you, as well? Oh, like, yeah, that energy yeah. is like, it's sort of shared between the team have got this confidence and yeah. you've got like the talisman playing well. You've got you've got Lowe and Curtis and the exciting people and the midfield. And then you've got like the fans giving them that energy as well. And it, it's great to see. I think last season it could be seen as a little bit flat. Yeah, yeah, a oh, bit flat. So. yeah. Um And it's just nice to see Pompey fans being back to being Pompey fans. Yeah, I
1: mean, let, let's just hope, you know, without cursing it too much, that, that this is the, the sort of start of the good times again for the, for Pompey. Yeah, we could do with them, couldn't we? We could, yeah, <laughs> after all of this. <laughs> Ten long years. Ten long
0: years, yeah. Well,
1: that's what it felt like in League Two anyway, wasn't it? it was, no, it was dreadful. <laughs> it was dreadful. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, about. overall, so... Obviously, you know, back to, to the Peterborough game. Um, I was saying to you, wasn't I? There was a point in the first half where we were actually 67% possession. Um, obviously, at the end of the game, the stats read, I think 54 to Peterborough or something like that, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Um, you know, yeah, it, it sort of, I don't think we can go on the end of that from everything red. About and everything seen, I think to be honest with you, we dominated that game. I don't think it came down to to who had the more possession.
0: I think it's a think. good win, yeah. But I said last week that I think Peterborough's position on the table is inflated. Yeah, I don't yeah, think did, it was yeah. sustainable. I think that they came up against a team in us that have a very good defence. Yeah. They don't create that many chances. No, they no, just no. they were they've been potent scoring the ones they have but they don't create that many chances and well, against a team like us when you have a, a good solid defence you need to create more chances and not give away so many opportunities that yeah. they do well, so, I mean,
1: it, MCG didn't really have anything to do the whole game to be honest with you did he really if you yeah. look at it I mean he had that one save in the first half I think it was and in the
0: last minute he, yeah. he got down and got his body behind the ball but it's not much that is it it's coming through
1: you know it's like
0: one of your efforts mate to be honest with you <laughs> I don't know my one probably wouldn't
1: have made it through to the keeper it's like he'd probably been uh, <laughs> watching Ben closest goal against Gillingham
0: to be honest with you no that's a bit more precise right? <laughs> ben picks the corner he looks up <laughs> he sees the keeper like he thinks he's going to tie a shoelace or something he just whips, his, whips his foot <laughs> around there
1: I don't know if there's any justifying that one but yeah I mean it, obviously I think it, on the stats again the shots were pretty close I think we had 12 they had 10 I think we hit the target five times they hit the target three
0: we had seven corners um, yeah, seven so,
1: corners to their two which obviously says a lot doesn't it really
0: well let, let's be honest though matt were you sitting there thinking there's a lot of corners in this game where's donahue
1: <laughs> oh i really wasn't no 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 i really wasn't um Yeah, I I think that's the end of that
0: query, really, to be honest. All right, that's the end of part one. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to play a cool sound, and we'll be right back for part two. Welcome back to part two of the PO forecast, and uh, it's Monday night. We're actually recording this this time. We've just seen that Brighton have grabbed an equaliser to make a two-wall draw. 91st minute. 91st equaliser from Glenn Murray. Nice one, take that. Five points, five games. Well done, scummers. Good start to the season, scum. Officially stamping their
1: place as the fourth worst team on the south coast yeah. instead of Brighton now. O- obviously, we know the order. Yeah, well, Pompey, Pompey, Pompey Bogner, Bogner, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, <laughs> Bournemouth Brighton, <laughs> yeah. scum, yeah. and maybe Torquay and that in between it as well. I think Torquay
0: doesn't really count on the coast there. Well, yeah,
1: it's a seaside town. Isn't it?
0: Is it? I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, well, you live there. Yeah. I did not live in Torquay. Well, Exeter. <laughs> that doesn't count it's all as the talking. same, isn't it? It's all inbred. <laughs> <laughs> we live down near somewhere. It's Torquay. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll come on to Southwest Teams later, mate, when we do the loan review. Yeah, because isn't it time for something? It is time for something. What What? I mean, what, what time was it for? It's time for. Mads Debate. That's right, Pompey fans. It's time for Matt's Debate. And this week we'll be debating. Can Pompey compete. get automatic promotion or compete for the title even? Yeah. Or will the pressure get to us? That, this is the question,
1: isn't it? I think, for me, I'm not going to try and get on my, my high horses too quickly. You Here know, he is. I, I know Here he goes. Know, <laughs> Here he goes again. it's easy too. Um, as I said earlier in, in part one, I love the character in the squad. And if that can run through all season then uh, yeah I think we've got a great chance of at least automatic promotion can we compete for a title I don't know There's there's been so many occasions where we've, we've played well or started off reasonably okay and then it's been all the talk and then that pressure's come over the top of us and you know the players haven't coped with it well the fans have gone quiet when we've started performing badly mm. and I think you know we've been lucky in a way to the start of the season because we've had teams that have actually wanted to come and play football and i think you know saturday's going to be an example of where that character's really going to need to shine wickham through. mate wickham mm-hmm. bloody Wanderers, yeah i mean i think everybody's already probably uh, kind of stating that they're going to come down for a for a draw at least minimum you know it's it's just going to be it's just going to be a battle isn't it you know
0: well, I mean, let's let's My thing of thinking now is: Are the fans going to get disappointed now if we end up getting a playoff place?
1: That's a good great question, mate. Great question. I I think I think there would be a bit of a split to it. I I would still be happy. Um, I think, gone sort of years now, where we'd go into playoff and go, oh, are we good enough to beat these teams in the playoffs? I think. We're definitely in the in the top six of that league, and yeah. I'm not scared of anyone up there. You know, I think if if it came to us going in the playoffs, I think that would probably suggest that Barnsley and Sunderland have gone up automatically. So that leaves the likes of Peterborough probably in or around the playoffs, mm. and the other teams are going to be you know your your standard League One teams, which I think you know we this season more so we're capable of beating. And if anybody dares to come and play football against us, then I think. We've now got that capability to punish them, so I think I would definitely say I'd, I'd be all right with the playoff mm. spot.
0: I mean, if we sneak into the playoffs and have to play a team like Plymouth, for instance, well, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, we we might play Bayern Munich in the Champions League <laughs> final as well, mate. You know, but I just I think you know it, it's it's something that fans I don't think now that we've started so well the players we've got the way they're performing I don't think the majority of fans would be too happy with with the playoff spot and i don't know about yourself
0: I'm going to I'm going to put it out there i would say that this season so far and bearing in mind we're only what eight games in yeah, yeah. okay it has a different feel to it even than the season we when we got promoted out of league 2 where we had a storming end to the season, season yeah. to get us to get us promoted this season so far has more of a feel of that around the club as well. I'd say amongst the fans, yeah, on the pitch from the team, it has more of that feel of that championship season when we got promoted out of the championship. Yeah, no,
1: no, completely. When we course. had like
0: Merson and Co there, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I feel that when you look at the confidence and on the on the field at the moment, I think they would be disappointed with the playoffs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe there's a there's a thinking then that. For now, we have to we have to go for automatic, and let's see where where it takes us. I mean, at the
1: start of the season, though, what what was everybody's playoffs. expectation? Playoffs.
0: I'm not going to be I'm not going to be disappointed with the playoffs. Yeah. Let's be honest, yeah. You know. I think anything outside of the playoffs will be disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I think you, it goes back to what you said at the end of the Peterborough game when
1: you see the the fans, you know, and, and the camera standing sort of just in front of the goal, filming the fans. That is what it needs to be week in, week out. I think, you know, it is down to the players to to maintain this sort of optimism and this feeling and this buzz around the Mm. club, obviously. But I think we all know how good a, a set of fans we are. We're the best in the country, as far as I'm concerned. And I think last season was flat, it was flat and the, and there's been many seasons in League 2 where it was horrendously flat and I think yeah. that was because there wasn't this you know <clears throat> style of play these exciting the players. moaners have disappeared it's, haven't they on Twitter it's been amazing yeah. week in week out it's been so nice to not see these moaners mm-hmm. you know come come and complain about this and that and the tactics and this could have been better you know it. Yeah, there's, there's been occasions this season where we started off a little bit slow. You know, Luton was was obviously a difficult game. First game of the season I think you can take, I think you can take that in its stride. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, I mean, I think there was a lot of everyone going, oh, no, here we go again, you know. And then yeah. Blackpool, yeah, we got the 2-0 win.
0: People were then and, a bit worried about our directness and how we were playing. At, yeah, the call they up were from. saying it's
1: just going up in the air again. And obviously, we had the loss in the League Cup as well. I think everyone was going, oh, no, not again, you know. So... I definitely think, no matter what, it is going to come down to the feeling within the club. I think mm. that's what promotion-winning teams, title-winning teams, have is is squad like depth
0: and, and confidence. Let's let's get onto the depth. I think the fact is that when we're looking at will we run out of steam or will we bottle it or whatever. I think in times gone past, if we had players that were out of form, not playing well, yeah. you know, like I don't know, last season, like <coughs> Carlos Smith, Naismith, yeah, or whoever, yeah. yeah. I think that we didn't really have a, an option to, to mix it up or Plan B or whatever you want to call it. No. Matt's favourite band, if anyone's listening out of interest. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> favourite artist, I should say. It gets yeah, a bit touchy yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, he didn't, we didn't have a Plan B. And now you think about it, I mean, you could throw on Wheeler, you can throw on Green up front if, if Lowell Curtis is unfortunately out or whatever. Yeah.
1: Mason's on the bench, Pittman's on the
0: bench. I mean, yeah. you, Thompson didn't start, you got Closey in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, look mm-hmm. how well that works. So
1: I, I think all the signs are pointing definitely 100% towards, yes, we can do this. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe the the concern does come from previous years where we haven't had this squad depth. And I think maybe I should cut the tyres a little bit of, of my nervousness, but I've just seen it too many times with Pompey before to mm. to say... I'm 100 percent that we're going to do this. I think it's far too early on in the season. I mean, yeah, yeah. I saw um, Neil Allen's interview this morning. He was he was sort of doing a recap of of Saturday, you know, and he he put out there that it it's early and we do all need to sort of, you know, not not get too far ahead of ourselves and and get behind the team. So, you know, that's what we've got to look for for everybody to do this season.
0: I think we just need to, you know, we're unbeaten at the moment. Which is a, a great situation to be in. Of course. Matt's, I mean, Matt's also happy because he's only a couple of games away from not having to send a uh, Pompey wall clock to uh, to, to friend Greg. of the show, Greg. Yeah,
1: yeah. are the alarm bells ringing yet, Greg? There you go, there's a pump from me this week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, Greg, wasn't it uh, something in the show last week where you I sort of asked your question to you, this week, we've not even had a
0: question. So, to be fair, it is only Monday and we haven't actually asked for any questions. Well,
1: yeah, I, I mean, how much more are you going to defend <laughs> Greg here instead of your co host, mate? To be honest with you,
0: there's no point defending you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're lost cause, lost cause, like yeah. Plymouth. Oh, mate, that's a bit low. Come on, go on, all right, on. mate, all right, will it or allow that?
1: You're more maybe you, like
0: Dion, not scanty. lost <laughs> cause like Dion Donaghy. <laughs> He's not a lost cause, mate. He takes a cracking corner.
1: I'm not defending this, especially considering you haven't even all already mentioned your Bognor Regis Cheesy Chips this show. So we all know your opinions of things.
0: Yeah, well Simple Minds and all that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest, people. Food's give way to my heart. It is. Well. Anyway, yeah. right, moving on. So, we've got the squad depth, we've got the feeling, yeah. Expectations. I would like to say as well, we've got the manager. Oh, 100%. Now, Kenny Jacket looked cool as a fucking cucumber on the touchline. After that game, and he, he looked focused, didn't he? Really yeah. focused. He sort of looked, you keep sort of looking over, like in one of those sort of like epic war films, and they look round, and the commander's just like looking out into the distance, and it plays some like epic panoramic music, yeah. and Jacket's there. You've got, um, what's his name, the Peterborough manager. Uh, Steve Evans yeah Steve Evans he's literally going mad I think Adam put up a photo on uh, Pompey News now of him looking just like some like massive sort of like fat jolly chef who's gone mental and that's Fat Bastard from
1: Austin Powers yeah Uh, yeah And he's Scottish as well. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: he's sort of screaming, and Kenny Jackett's there, just like looking slick and just sort of standing around, like calmly looking over his team. Yeah, and you can see how content he is with his with his team in a good way.
1: Yeah, I think he would have been a bit disappointed on Saturday to have conceded that goal at the end. To be honest with you, I think Mm. you know that's something that needs to be eradicated definitely. But I think it's great that that might concern him because that shows how much perfection he wants
0: throughout the team. If that's what we're worrying about. Yeah. Then I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it all day. Actually, to be fair, on that late goal, sometimes it can be a little bit, I think, of excitement from the team at the death there.
1: Yeah, I mean, that and- Kurt is like trying to be messy, wasn't he? For. You know, five minutes at the yeah, end. Yeah, I love
0: that little stepovers, dropping it off a low, yeah. like hey. You know, and then
1: it, it lost the ball, and, and we ended up conceding. So. And
0: then I think also uh, Nathan Thompson steps up a little bit too quick as well. On he that. definitely did. He yeah. could have just just dropped back and covered. Yeah, but no, I think everyone's excited. We're excited as well. You can probably tell listening to it. I mean, another question
1: to you, mate. In, in all honesty, is do you think the Eisners, the board, are now? Looking at promotion themselves as well do you do you think that's now something they're gonna be saying that, that they want this season as well?
0: I think they laid that out this season when we did the off season when when we when they're recruiting when they when they backed jacket for the players he wanted, mm-hmm. I think that that was already laid out that they want they want promotion they want promotion, I reckon not necessarily automatic they want promotion playoffs is i think um uh what do you call it a must yes. like a, like yeah. a base target you know yeah. and then i think that missing that might be an issue for jacket going forward but well, they're I talk mean, it, they're talking about being slow aren't they taking things steady 100% and and it's all about
1: building the foundations isn't it and i think although i think we'll all be disappointed we'll all be gutted you know i think they'll there'd be that bounce back factor again if we needed it. we I think season's gone. We, we weren't able to do that. We were just content that we'd stayed in the league, not had any more points deducted, hadn't gone into administration and we had enough players to put out, you know, for a game. Yeah. And I think now you, you've got to look at it again and go, well, actually we've got a great squad and we can add a few more players around it. So I'm happy with that, mate. I, th- I think, you know... We've got to be saying promotion, and I, I think it can happen. That's that's the answer to to my debate. But I think. At the same time, let's all just be a bit cautious as well.
0: Basically, you're just saying we're, we've actually started this whole part by getting really overexcited and saying, you know, how we need to get promoted and automatic is the thing. And then we've ended it by going, but let's just calm it a little bit and let's make, let's, yeah, let's yeah. not get that on top of people. If, if we do lose a game, it's not going to matter. No, no, that's no. the thing. And I, I definitely don't think the players are thinking about
1: you know winning the league and the promotion yet. So I think
0: I don't know. I heard Matt Clark chatting the other day, and he was just basically sort of saying that. You know they're they think they're up there to get promoted now, and uh, you said that they're, the only teams they're really looking at is like Barnsley. I think they're particularly good, and then he put Sunderland in a tier below them. So I mean, and he, is... apart from that, they're saying well they will see how it goes. But they're not they're not we're not scared of anyone. At the moment. No,
1: no, and, and as I said, I don't think we should be scared of anyone at all. I just think we need to be a little bit sensible. I don't think there's any need to to fear it. I'm just saying I don't think there's any need. For that to go too far, because then when when the knocks do come, and unfortunately, it, it's part of any team. You know, a title winning team, approach winning team, or a team that are just going to hang around mid table. They all have a bad patch throughout the season, and that time is going to come, and we're going to need to, you know, get behind the boys and and know that we have got the depth this year to to step out of that and move on again. You know, unlike yeah. seasons before. That's all I'm I'm saying is I think we, yes, we can do it. And I think the boys believe they can do it, and the confidence is there. But I just don't think it's something we should be thinking about eight games into the season yet.
0: I think I think that's right. I think the mentality there from them when they said, when you listen to the players and they're saying, you look at the squad we've got. You know, they they're thinking that they're they're on their way. The fans are singing it, um, and hopefully we can we can get that promotion spot. Yeah,
1: and, and as usual, please you know if you can pop the tweets over to us.
0: Yeah, give us give us a tweet you at know, PO Forecast. You how were... many did we get this week, mate? <laughs> Well, we didn't ask for any. We did on the last show. I'm pretty sure we did.
1: Because we were, we were laughing how we only got one last time. We got Greg. We got Greg. So, you know, this week I think we, we've we gone down to zero again. So, But
0: again, once again, we only released it on Friday. We and did. now it's only
1: Monday, Matt. Yeah, so
0: yeah. we haven't really...
1: No excuses this time, guys. You've got all week <laughs> until Saturday. So get on Twitter. Give Twitter us your us. opinions. We'd love to hear if you think Pompey... A, a, you know, champion marching material towards a title this season and getting ourselves back into that championship
0: again. Or do you think that we're being well over the top? If so, tell us we're idiots at PO forecast. Yep. That's the one. Right. So, Are we going to talk about Lone watch stuff now? Yeah. So just,
1: we were going to do a quick um, sort of cover wasn't weren't we, I mean, so Dan Smith was injured um, for Bogner this weekend. Uh, he pulled He got a little injury during the uh, Reading game. Yep. Uh, so he was out this weekend. I'm sure they
0: would be really happy about that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Um, although I'm <laughs> sure they probably didn't say much because they'd probably want to keep him there. So, yeah. um, Left Bridge.
0: Yeah, Brad Leftbridge, he played
1: and scored in the 1 1 draw. Nice um, one. I think it might have been Kingstonian or Kidderminster. I'm don't. i not 100% yeah. sure, but they, they got a draw. Here's,
0: here's the one I was thinking of, though. Yeah. Um, McGilver is getting all the plaudits at the moment for being in goal, right? And rightfully so, yeah. And yeah. rightfully so. But Pompey have another stud keeper, don't they, in the making at the moment? Well, he seems to be. Yeah. Alex Bass.
1: Yeah, another clean
0: sheet this week. 6 now Yeovil, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I mean, he's obviously not at Yeovil, he's at Torquay, but... Oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> <be> yeah. <laughs>
1: he... He did keep a clean sheet this week, though, um, and by all accounts stood on his head for Torquay, so, again, more Another promise, south-west place, mate. Another south-west place, <laughs> With a seaside, yeah, yeah. It is the coast that as city well. Is on the coast, mate. Yeah, <laughs> funny enough, it was the same one we were talking about earlier. I think, <laughs> but uh, you know, and and it's great to see these lads getting the opportunity and and producing at that level. You know, it's it's promising for us. So I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah, there's no one else to cover, is there? Uh, I don't I don't believe so. No, no. If you missed hearing out, that. breaking news:
1: Carlson and A Smith didn't play again this
0: weekend. Uh, ah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. wasn't he going to be their left back revelation
1: well yeah, yeah I think he was going to be Barcelona That's the way he thought he was going you know last
0: season <laughs> he doesn't care he's got a three year contract on good money mental he's ready to sit on the bench mate for the rest of the season <laughs> good he's for just Wigan. like I'll sit on the bench for the third of
1: that rest of the three minutes good for Wigan good for Wigan we'll see him back in League 2 in a couple of seasons hopefully
0: we can just get promoted and they can go down mate yeah that'd be great wouldn't it love that alright So yeah, I think that's the the end of part two. We will play some sort of like jingle and we will see you for part three where we're going to review or preview even. Fuck's (laughs) sake. The Wickham game. game.
1: We are going to preview, not review. We're previewing. Preview it up. Enjoy.
0: Welcome back to part three of the PO forecast and we'll be previewing the that's right, got it right this time. You did. We, we'll be previewing the Wickham game. The mighty Wickham Wanderers. Now, Matt's a bit of a fan of Wickham. Yeah, the only thing
1: I, I'm a fan of is wondering why they're they actually. <laughs> wondering why they're in League, League one. one. Yeah, because oh. it is gonna well I'm guessing it's going to be an absolute drab of a game, especially based on the stats, which obviously we'll go through in a little while. But obviously, came up from League Two. Um, they came up as uh, third, I think they were, weren't they? they? They they finished in the top three, so I think it was Accrington, Luton, Wickham, mm. and then obviously um, he came up through the playoffs. I don't know. I don't, know. I mean, don't pay any attention difficult. to don't, the yeah, players. I'm not worried about it. But anyway, point aside. So they came up um, third. I think they were sort of floating around there all season, really. Um, so, you know, probably I think they would say they deserve to come up.
0: I think they they played a style of football that was effective. It worked in League Two. They're very direct. They're a physical team. Yeah. They've got quite a lot of experience in, especially at that level,
1: yeah.
0: in within the squad. And they... players that have been there for a long time as well. You mm. know, not just the experience of playing,
1: but they they've been at Wiccan quite a long time. The likes of Matt Bloomfield. You know he's a uh, he's
0: veteran wanderers, so it's it's like the opposite of playing um, in a big market team who you're under the spotlight. Yeah, you know, Ronan Curtis comes to Pompey and gets a call up for Ireland. Go to Wickham and no one even knows he exists anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- this is this is the thing
1: about teams coming up from League Two, isn't it? It it kind of goes back to those League Two days that we used to sit and watch, drag out. You know, I think Wickham away when we went. I think it was 2015, January 2015. I Mm. think it was. I mean, that was a nil nil bore, wasn't it? It was a boring game to watch. And there was nothing about Wickham that, you know, was even in the slightest bit exciting.
0: No, they played very compact. And I think that their their style of football hasn't changed. And unfortunately for Wickham, it hasn't really translated well into uh, League Two. So, so far this season, they've won one game, they've drawn four, they've lost three obviously we think about what players to watch you know where's their potent striking options you know have they got any creative midfielders we should be worried about well the answer Poppy fans is not particularly they've got five players so far that are on one goal uh, the biggest defeat of the season came against Donny 3-0 no shame in that Donny been playing so well this season already they have
1: yeah and, and that was at home at Adams Park so you know I think they they were sort of on their strong patch they just I think played us when I think the week before so they obviously came out of that with a bit of confidence so you know maybe nothing to, to wince out especially for a new team coming up from League 2 but you know I just I just can't see them staying up mate and I think they're one of these this is one of the fixtures that I just want out of the way this season
0: the know. thing is though mate you're saying it's going to be drab yeah yeah, it I could be it. drab, or it could be, for Pompey fans, really an exciting game. Because if yeah, we yeah, bang I mean, one in early, yeah, if we get that. on, that's, that's the thing. If we can score a goal early on and then you know put them under the pressure, they'll have to try and come out against us. And I can see it being a bit of a thumping if that happens. Yeah, I mean, let's hope so. I mean, if you go on
1: previous records against Wickham, so we've played 10 since 2012 against them, uh, winning three drawing four and losing three so it's very it's very, very even, even yeah uh, I think a couple of them have been cup games as well so that's not all league games um, but obviously I think last time out at Wickham we lost 1-0 um, and then different situation though isn't oh, it oh, different teams it oh, it's now it's completely different you know but I still think for them it, it's a game they're going to come down and it's a big game for them you know but obviously Donny going to their place and and scoring three you know it 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 says a lot about the capability i think we just need to break them down as you said get that early goal you know and then i think the floodgates will hopefully open and we can you know clear it out but i just hope that we we don't get to half time at nil-nil because i think that's when the problems are going to start kicking in and the panic that used to entail, I think we should say, but maybe not so this season.
0: I don't think so. I think I think don't think we'd be too worried. They they're not as good a team as someone like Shrewsbury who came and, and played a defensive game. I don't see Wickham being able to hold us off for that long. I don't think they've got an outlet up front who really can Trouble us to be honest. They've got Akinfenwa up front. Yeah, we all whether whether he starts that. or not. I'm not sure. I don't know if he can actually run anymore for 90 minutes. I mean,
1: you said he made a, an appearance off the bench last week against Oxford. So
0: and they drew nil nil in the last game against Oxford. And we know we've seen Pompey play Oxford this season. If Oxford are able to hold yeah. them, yeah,
1: you know, I I think you can't always go on those comparisons, but I just think it says a lot about their quality this season. I mean, Oxford. In terms, I think everyone thought they were going to have a better season than they have done. Um, but to to not pick up anything while they're in such bad form, it, yeah. you know, I think they've got to be disappointed with that. And I think it, it's kind of coming to a time where they're going to be looking at it now and going, can we compete? You know, can we compete against this this more sort of better style of play i would i would yeah. say and and that's no disrespect to league 2 but as you said i think wickham's style of play is very much a, a league 2 style of play and you know we all, we've all seen the step up you know we we had a long time in that division and we came up and all right maybe we didn't so much struggle coming up for, with the class of difference but you know we were able to to add to the squad coming up and and we had a, a squad with you know who were on a real high Because they had such a good end to the season. So, you know, that does worry me. Um, Just to let everybody know, because obviously I want him to, you know, have a nice, pompy welcome.
0: So, Dominic Gape, everybody. Where's that? Where's that? Before we do this, yeah. If I had any sort of cool soundboard or production skills, yeah, I'd be asking for some sort of alarm sound to go off right now. So maybe if we just pause for a second, uh, Bev, who's our. Our producer and why I might be able to insert that, right? So, a minute, minute, quick, quick silence. Right, Pompey fans, Scummer Watch. Yeah, so as I said, Dominic Gape, midfielder for Wickham. Gaping hole in the midfield. Yeah, well, let's hope
1: so. Yeah, hope he lives up to his name. Um, he's a product of the Scummers, uh, the lovely lot down the road uh, who keep giving us entertainment. Um, he was with them for four years. Four years. Four years, so he obviously has no shame whatsoever. So just ensure to give him a nice, pompy welcome when he, uh, he gets on the ball, if he gets on the ball at any Let's point. Let's
0: start it off from the from when they read his name out on the uh, on the team sheet yeah, at the start yeah. of the game. I mean, he definitely
1: sounds and strikes me as the sort of player that would rise to that sort of, uh, you know... Welcome. I think it would raise his game. Ultimately, I think he'd love that. So I
0: don't think he's got the ability to have his game raised. So we do not to worry <laughs> <Yeah>. about that. <laughs> it's sarcasm at its best, there, mate. Anyway, scummer watch. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: so yeah, that was um, the thing. Obviously, coming back on the weekend is supposed to be Jack Watmore and Anton Walks. They're meant to be uh, returning for that game. So does
0: Walks. Get a bit of pace on the side, or does, does he walk straight back in? Does he walk straight back in? Does he walk this way? <laughs> There's one for you, Greg. Yep. You know you love
1: it. I don't think he does, mate. To be no. honest with you, where 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 do you throw him straight back in? Thompson's been great at right back. Ben Close played brilliantly on the weekend. Ben Thompson's been good this season. I don't think finding his time. And, I think really. Yeah, I think you know he, it goes. We had this discussion last week. I think. Once a, a position becomes available, let's touch wood that we're not hoping for injuries. But if it ever does come round, I think Mawkes will step in there, and and there won't be any debate about that. And he'll just, I think, naturally slide into yeah, and do a into good that job. and do a great job for us. Jack
0: Watmore, I think he has to come straight back in. I, I want I want to see him come back in, and I I think that Burge played a good good performance, you know, against Peterborough's old team, but. Jack's a completely different class defender and brings it, a
1: ball out as well, which I think we're going to need against Wickham. He does like to, yeah. to push up high in the pitch as well, so I think
0: not launching balls forward. Yeah, I
1: mean we don't need that. We don't need to play into Wickham's hands, really, do we? No. You're not going to see him get his up. hands together sort of like OLE Yeah, I think you know he'll he'll he's got great passing ability at the back as well, and I think he'll yeah. pick those passes that we need to. You know, broken down as early as possible. So, straight back in for me with Jack. Uh, again, you know if you've got any thoughts on that shout it up at PO4 would love to hear hear your thoughts on whether Jack needs to come straight back into at, the squad at PO4
0: it? cast
1: by the way yeah that's the one yeah yeah, my <laughs> bad I think we're both having a bit of a bad one tonight aren't
0: we actually yeah so that's the thing other players are out injured Andre Green will not be making an appearance he's had surgery he has yeah. cyst on his knee Yeah, four, four to six, six weeks. weeks yeah
1: that's it <laughs> yeah. yeah four to six weeks so he had a cyst removed from the knee I think he's had it for a little while he said it it was time to, to get rid of that so that he could come back as a better player. Um, obviously, that's going to be concerning for most teams to, to hear. Um, if he comes back any better than he currently is at the moment, that's, you know, worrying. So, yeah, yeah. good for us.
0: My player to watch then for Wickham is uh, Randall Williams. Now, Wickham are a particularly slow team. Yeah. I think Akin Fenwar goes in about the middle of the team in pace, pace generally. And they're old they're slow and they they need a bit of pace so they've loaned a guy from Watford I believe he joined them at the end of the season in the League 2 campaign yeah and he Uh, is
1: one of the five players that has scored this season
0: yep Randall Williams he's quick he's young Uh, I think he's a winger but he's he's one of those people that I think Wiccan fans needed a bit of excitement and I think that he might be a person you don't want to be on the counter-attack with the ball at his feet Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's highly rated and yeah watch out for him on the, on the team sheet
1: i mean i know well i, I think only from from hearing but he um mm. he played under Harry Kuehl at the Watford academy as well so okay. um i i saw a couple of players that went to Crawley under Harry Kuehl from Watford academy one of them was Jordan Roberts who is now at Ipswich so yeah. obviously you know he, he he's you know, did well with the Watford Academy, I think. So definitely one to watch and obviously make sure that we don't just write Wickham off as a team that we're either gonna struggle against and get a draw or we're gonna just walk all over. And I think, you know, we've we've made those mistakes before and, yeah. and it's you know, come back and bit So we we need to be on top form, playing our best game.
0: Yeah, play it like we played against Peterborough in yeah. the second half.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> let's have a, a second half for ninety minutes, shall we? It'd be nice to
0: see us start quick. Yeah, 100. start so quick.
1: Break that deadlock early, and and that game opens up for us. Then I think, to be honest with you, um, unless they go for damage limitation, but that's up to them. Really, it's too late once we've scored. So
0: that's it.
1: What's your predictions for the game, mate?
0: Right, predictions. I'm gonna go with and last last time I went for three one, Matt went for one one. I did. Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually might go back through the uh, pom- the uh, PO forecast. Uh, predictions and see if we can get a little leaderboard going maybe, Matt. Yeah, 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 definitely. we'll see that, see if we can track those. Yeah. Um, this this time I'm going to go for 2-0. I think it might, unfortunately, takes a little bit of time to break Wickham down. Mm-hmm. I don't see them scoring. You know, they haven't got a player who scored more than one goal this season. They drew 0-0 against Oxford. I'm going to go 2-0. I think we're going to have a lot more chances that it could have been more than 2-0. I think we'll we'll score two. I'm going to go with... Gareth Evans to get the first one. Ronan Curtis to get the second one. Nice clean sheet for MTG.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to go based on what you said. I, I'm hoping that we do get that early goal and do break them down. And because of that, and I, I think we've got the capability to do that, I'm going for a
0: 3-0.
1: 3-0? I think... We'll we'll break them down in the first half, and then the second half will just open up for us. And I think we'll just kill them off second half. Lee
0: Brown volley first.
1: <laughs> Not as optimistic as you, mate. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna um, back uh, Ollie again for for another one. Yeah. I think that that was such a big goal for him on the weekend, and I think he's gonna be up for it on Saturday. That's a good shout. So yeah, that's that's
0: my my bet. Yep. Yeah, that's nice. Well, we'll end that on a, on the Hawkins tribute since Ollie, a boy, he's, he's off the sheet, off the off he's got the ground running whatever you want to say he's
1: he's hit the the ground running
0: I'm sure he's enjoyed it we have as well thank you for listening Pompey fans and play up Pompey